Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast number 243 for the week of January 15th, 2024. I'm your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. Well, dear people, we have arrived at a very important week, astrologically, very powerful week, and it is quite a synchrony that it is the same week that in the United States we honor Martin Luther King, and Martin Luther King Day is Monday, January 15th. And what's happening this week is Pluto is returning to Aquarius, and this marks this continuation of a big 20-year journey of transformation. And the poem I'm going to read to you after at the end of the podcast really honors about the deep shift of our mindsets and our concepts of our belonging to the earth. A phrase from that poem is, it was always the other way round. However, before we get to Pluto, let's talk about a couple other archetypal energy streams this week that can support you in your transformation. On Monday, January 15th, the sun trines Neptune at 25 degrees of Capricorn and Pisces. This is such a beautiful one for honoring Martin Luther King and all of our visionaries who are calling us to a different way to be with each other and the planet. The progressive, egalitarian, compassionate call to change. The sun is the hero, heroine, conscious self archetype. It's in Capricorn right now which is a grounded earth sign of practicality, integrity, purposefulness. In its healthy expression, the sun in Capricorn is the part of us shining forward to say, what is really my work to be done here? A trine means there's a harmonious relationship in the heavens between the sun and the planet Neptune, which is the mystic, dreamer, visionary part of ourselves which is traveling right now in the sign of Pisces, a wonderful water sign of fluid, empathetic, compassionate, mystical, dreaming energy. So what the sun trine Neptune invites us to on this day and this week is to take pragmatic, ethical action with our dreams and our visions. What a beautiful way to honor all those ones of us who call us forward to be the best kind of humans that we can be. So in whatever way you might be traveling on Monday with the call to step up and embody a bigger dream for the world, may you be resourced to do that. 
On Friday, January 19th, Venus squares Neptune at 25 degrees of Sagittarius Pisces. Just a quick reminder for my audience, if you're new to astrology or me, when you hear the degree measurements and they don't make sense, you don't worry about it. Just take in the story, the bigger story of the planet as a character and the sign it's in as their energetic expression. Venus is the relational one. And when this planet is active in some kind of cycle, it calls us to really be with not just relationships with other people, relationships of all kinds, to the more than human world, to life. And Venus also cultivates our capacity to work with our resources, our values, what's important to us. Really, a Venus cycle in some ways says, how are you spending your life energy? You know, what's, your, what's worth putting your life energy into? A square means Venus looks like it's 90 degrees away in the heavens from the planet Neptune. Again, this visionary, mystical, dreamer part of ourselves. A square suggests there's some tension between the characters. Not necessarily bad. It just means there's some adjustment that needs to happen. Now, Venus is in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign that's about questing for meaning and bigger picture and understanding and synthesizing. Venus in a Sagittarius suggests the part of us that is hungry for adventure and to grow and to learn and understand. The sky's the limit with Sagittarius. Sagittarius is also about our core beliefs and um, our deepest certainties. The tension can be, with Neptune and Pisces, there is the very healthy expression of the muse, the artist in us, the, the one who prays, the one who dreams, the one who, who opens the heart to others. And the wounded side of Neptune and Pisces is a part of us that's caught under a spell, especially where we feel invisible, invisibilized, or victimized, or we feel caught and, and sort of overwhelmed empathetically or psychically. That's sort of the, the wounded side of Neptune. So when you have Venus square Neptune, the challenge is to say, you know, am I caught in some paradigm, Sagittarius, that are too small for me? Or do I sort of have a belief about who I'm supposed to be in relationships or who other people are supposed to be? That's kind of harsh. It's like I'm I'm expecting them to unconsciously figure out exactly who they're supposed to be for me, you know. Or the, the flip side, I just keep trying to accommodate and please the other person because I'm trying to figure out psychically and unconsciously what they want. That kind of, you know, sort of low-level nonsense. So if any of that's going on, you can just breathe and be aware and say, you know, those old stories, old those old beliefs about who I am and who the other people are in relationships they're they're just caught in a, an old snag an old sort of old old worn out dream let them go because positively the square says what do you believe and dream about neptune and in pisces and then how do you open up and quest for that what's important to you how do you put your energy into that that's venus square neptune it's a great way to bring some of your spiritual values and your heartful care into your relationships and then finally, on Saturday, January 20th, I mean a huge, important marker. It's a big moment, astrologically, for all of us. And there are a couple things happening. The most important thing is that Pluto is returning into the sign of Aquarius. And Pluto is the great transformer archetype. It is about going underneath things, about the hunger for systemic change and to transmute the old patterns take things down to the bones to get to the heart of the matter and deep change and then you can rebirth 
And what's been happening is Pluto uh, takes a long time to travel in a zodiac sign in the heavens from our perspective on the Earth. And it has been in Capricorn since 2008. And what it did is last year in the spring, it stepped into Aquarius. It moved out of Capricorn from our perspective on the Earth, stepped a bit into Aquarius for a, a little bit of time, and then it went back retrograde into Capricorn where it's been till now, January 20th. Now it's returning to Aquarius where it's going to stay a much longer time in 2024 with just a little backwards step into Capricorn in the fall. And then once it goes fully into Aquarius at the end of the year, it's there until 2043. Now, what does that all mean in layperson's language? It's a big deal because when a planet like Pluto moves signs, because that planet moves so slowly, that archetype is hanging out with that zodiac signs energy for all of us on a collective level to do our work. Now, Capricorn, again, is an earth sign of grounded practical manifestation. Traditionally, it's it's associated in society and cultures with big business, organizations, governments, the ones that hold the rules, you know, how things are supposed to be. And Pluto in Capricorn has certainly represented archetypally our deep systemic hunger to change the inequalities, the horrific ways that governments and organizations and corporations have misused power and caused profound harm to people and the earth. So there's been this systemic deep change we've all been churning with since 2008. And as we get to the end of Pluto being in a sign, as we have been in the last year or so, it's like we're in the dregs. We're in the absolute bottom of the barrel. We're in the deepest, darkest box in the basement we have to look at. The deep, deep shadow side of Pluto and Capricorn we see expressed in our collective lives. All of the politicians of the extreme positions, especially ultra-conservative of all kinds of countries that are trying to power over, to harm, to willfully dominate and say, my way is the way, I will control this. The deepest wound of Capricorn is fear-based control and horrific dominator energy. We see that everywhere in our world. It's the dregs and it's very dangerous because this expression of Pluto and Capricorn causes profound harm. And yet the movement back into Aquarius, Aquarius in contrast, is what's called an air sign. It is, is very much about a sort of progressive alternative, think outside the box, egalitarian, all the people, all the animals, all the earth gets respect and honor. So there's a great idealism with Aquarius and a desire to just really break out of the box of the old a status quo conditioning. So what we already see with Pluto having been in Aquarius for a couple of months last year was some of this upheaval around AI and computers and sort of this new era we're going into, but also tremendous, powerful movements um, cross-culturally of people saying, you know, this dominator energy has to shift. And then, of course, we get the pushback on that because that's the entrenched power says no 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 I'm not giving up my power and dominator and that conversation isn't going to go away but the Pluto moving from Aquarius from Capricorn to Aquarius is an archetypal representation of this huge collective conversation we're in now when Pluto moves back into Aquarius we have a good run until the fall of 
continuing to say, okay, here's the new era we're going into and more and more new ideas, new out of the box ways to do things, new unexpected collaborations. Aquarius is very much about community. So notice that. But you yourself may be highly sensitive to this end of an era. You might even, in, as this week comes up, be noticing your own inner dominator shadow that just wants to be in control and is pissed off because things are not going the way you're supposed to think they're supposed to be. And I'm in charge of the universe, right? Like we all struggle with that. And so if that's happening, just say, whoa, 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 I'm sensitive to the turning of this moment. And can I also reach forward to my future self that is already with Aquarius and saying, what's an alternative way to do this that's a win-win for everyone or really brings in an alternative way to honor all beings involved in whatever's going on so there's equality for all. Just notice how that's stirring in you. Now, what is absolutely stunning about this day of January 20th, it's big enough that, that Pluto moves into Aquarius once more, but... On that day, the sun is also getting ready to leave Capricorn and move into Aquarius. The sun stays in one sign for about 30 days and then it moves. And the sun is again this conscious illuminator of things. So the sun is paralleling Pluto and it's like almost like the sun is ushering Pluto back in to Aquarius. And what we have is a really important point on also on that day, January 20th. It's called Kazemi, which Kazemi means that a planet is basically so close to the sun from our perspective on the earth. It is just like in the heart of the sun. And it represents a very auspicious expression of that planetary arch archetype. Now, what is so trippy is um, early in the morning on uh, Pacific time on January 20th, the sun is conjunct Pluto like 5.46 a.m. Pacific time, however you all translate that for your other time zone. So that means Pluto and the sun are together and Pluto is given this huge influx of energy from the sun, shining this transformational energy out to all of us. 20 minutes later, the sun steps into Aquarius. Okay, because this sun-Pluto conjunction, this Kazemi togetherness is at the very, very end of Capricorn. It's like the end of that whole sign Here's the light on see what we've been working on since 2008. See what's in the basement, people. Like right there, let me put the flashlight on. Say it here. And, and how are you doing this? Because we're stepping in. We're ready again for this bigger change. And then 20 minutes later, 6.07 a.m. Pacific time, if you're working with that time zone, the sun steps into Aquarius. It's okay, now I'm going into Aquarius for a month. I'm going to shine the light on these new progressive alternative ways in our own personal collective lives. And then about um, 10 hours later, Pluto finally steps into Aquarius at 4.50 p.m. Pacific time. Again, you can translate to your time zone. I don't usually give you those kinds of details, but it's like astrologers are tripping out on this. Because it's like this one day that is so significant because Pluto's moving into Aquarius. The sun says, hey, people, I want to really shine the light on this for you. Okay, you are looking at your basement work and it's hard and it's ugly and it's painful and it's destructive. And you have to look at it so that you can shift your consciousness and you can align with this next era that we're going into for the next 20 years. Okay. Now, I want to give you a quote about the Pluto being Cassimi, which could be helpful. This is from Stephanie Galing and her website, wellandgood.com. And she says, when Pluto connects with the sun, it's a powerful moment to let things go. 
especially that which has reached its expiration date and may be holding us back from connecting to our innermost essence. Pluto is the planet of transformation, power, death, and rebirth, and all of these themes may surface more readily under the Pluto Kazemi. This alignment encourages us to revel in the dark and embrace our own shadow sides, I want to add with consciousness, explore power dynamics, and dive into the buried treasures that typically lie hidden in our subconsciousness. Be aware of what's coming to the surface for you and the honest truths that may be revealed. So there's an option for us to all be with in this day at the end of the week. And keeping in mind, there is this calling to having those larger progressive dreams for yourself and your world, that there is equality, there is freedom, there is justice. And so stay tuned because we're stepping back in to Pluto and Aquarius and roll up your sleeves, dear ones, open your hearts. Let's get busy. So to complete, I want to offer this poem called The Moment by Margaret Atwood, which I feel really honors this shifting into the the next era again. The Moment. The moment when, after many years of hard work and a long voyage, you stand in the center of your room, house, half acre, square mile, Island, country, knowing at last how you got there and say, I own this, is the same moment when the trees unloose their soft arms from around you, the birds take back their language, the cliffs fissure and collapse, the air moves back from you like a wave and you can't breathe. No, they whisper, you own nothing. You were a visitor, time after time, climbing the hill, planting the flag, proclaiming. We never belonged to you. You never found us. It was always the other way round. So, dear ones, we're in that moment of transition astrologically into the future. And what wants to die in the Pluto work is the old dominator, controlling, taking, colonizing paradigms and patterns we've all co-created. It's a time to recognize we don't own anything in that old way but we can own the power of our heart and our belonging in a way of respect and care for the world. So just notice how you feel this moment happening for you. As always, a shout out of gratitude to all the support my audience has given me. Thank you. If you want my help navigating these incredible edge times, remember I'm available for a limited time to do astrological consultations to support you with your current cycles of change. If you'd like more information, go to my website on theedgesofchange.com and go to the astrology page. Thank you so, so much. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources on the edges of the
Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.